What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did we just have a turning point? I said it, a TP moment with uh, Manny Machado getting plunked after Juan Soto homered in a, honestly, this thing was not some easy cruise to a 5-1 win. I mean, this thing was in jeopardy until Juan Soto made an incredible play and left, considering how much flack he catches for his defense. And then Soto homers, Machado homers. Uh, they bring on Hader in a four-run game, and they win at 5-1. I mean, again, they just, I mean, how many must-win games have they lost? A lot. So they just had to get this game, and they have to win this series, and they do win. And they win today 5-1. Now we'll get into the fact that they didn't gain any ground today in the wild card. So another day off the calendar, but a lot better than losing and falling a game further back in the National League wild card race. John and Jim with you on the wrap-up show. If you are here, subscribe. Year-round content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. As you know, we really do appreciate your super chats. Great way to interact. Great way to support the channel. Great way to control the direction of the conversation. If you have a question about the trade deadline coming up, click the dollar sign below the chat box. If you want to become a member, emojis, badges, and more, click the join button down below. But they fell behind in this game, Jim. Um, if not for Juan Soto's playing left, they may have trailed in as late as, what, the sixth or seventh inning, 3-2 or even worse. Who knows seventh what happens inning. in that inning? And that was in the seventh inning with McCutcheon. So, you know, all things considered, it wasn't easy, but they win the game, and we'll see what it means for them come tomorrow. You said Otani by midnight. I, I say the next 30 minutes. I say you have to, you need an answer on Otani by the morning. I, I'm not, now that they're buyers, you need yeah. to know by the morning. That That's just how crazy this week is. You lose one day, they're sellers. The, they, you win next the next day, you're buyers. Like the ups and downs and ebbs and flows of this week are going to be insane because if they lose tomorrow all all we're talking about thursday is oh, buyers or i mean sellers like, it's like so do the dodgers yeah <laughs> and if they win friday then you're like buyers and if they right. win the series against texas you're like buyers yep but that's the thing is you know you mentioned it they won tonight which is great they had to win they just they could not lose if they lost their seven back in the, the wild card race but you know, they didn't gain any ground tonight, unfortunately. You had to have this win, but you didn't gain any ground. So what that is saying is, like, they can't just, like, crawl. You know, they have to yeah, make they run. They got to run and make a huge dent in this thing. And by winning a lot of games in a short period of time, like, a lot of games. There's time, but not a lot of it. Okay. Right. I mean, you're basically looking at something like, 
you know, let's be honest. I mean, if they don't, there's 60 games left. And just to look at it from like a macro perspective, 30,000 feet and not micro like tonight, mm-hmm. they can't, there's no 32 and 28, which of course is better than they played this year. 32 and 28, and they're nowhere near the postseason. This 81 wins you're not in. I mean, you've really got to get going. And when you do the math on it, it can get a little tricky. Mm-hmm. I think Fangraph said like they're, they're high. They project like highs and lows even at this point. Their high is 88. For the Padres, like everything goes right and get to 88 and, you know, hopefully you get in. It's going to be close, man. Right. So, you know, but you want to put some pressure on, you know, can you, can you, can you win six of eight just right here and put some pressure on some people pulled within three and a half games of a wild card spot. And then all of a sudden the three and a half games, it's like anything can happen. They just need to have a good week. Mm -hmm. And we said this today, we've said it repeatedly, either win that leads the organization to be decisive because you're winning like win these five games before the deadline or whatever it is, or lose. And nobody wants to see them lose. But if they go three and three over the final six games, it's like, who is this team? Mm-hmm. Why would you add to it? But you're leaving all kinds of questions for the front office and the ownership and AJ Preller. So I know we haven't seen it all year. I know it's still unlikely, but is now a time where they could win three in a row? I mean, I'm not asking for the four world. in a row, four in a row, John. I'll take three. I mean, can they, can they win three the next four and, you know, at that point put some pressure on the front office to to not sell? The front office isn't going to sell. The front office is not going to sell. Um, <laughs> yes, the fly last night, man. Dude, we have massive flies in our house too. They're huge this time. What they're are these massive. Doing? These flies are huge. Like, are they taking steroids? Like, what's going on? They're, they're definitely taking steroids. They're definitely um, pumping up. Regarding tonight, I mean, a couple of things here. Snell, vintage Snell. There's guys on base all night long. He's getting out of spots. Fifth inning specifically, bases loaded one out. Brian Reynolds was part of that inning, and he strikes him out. He fell behind whomever was before Reynolds. It was um, the San Diego kid. Connor um, Joe. Connor Joe. He fell behind him 2-0 and got a swing and a miss on a 2-0 pitch that was out of the zone. Yeah. And eventually struck him out on a pitch that was nowhere near the zone, but his stuff's been so good. And then he got Brian Reynolds. I thought that was huge. No. The catch, obviously, from Soto was massive. The catch oh, that was the game. That was the game right there. Yeah, I think so because now listen, you might say, well, they scored five runs, but do they, Jim, if they fall behind three, two, and they've been so anti-clutch, does it change the game? It if might they change three, two or worse. I think it could absolutely change the game. Yeah. It might change the pitching um, matchups for Pittsburgh. It might change who's in there instead of Perdomo. Um, right. Everything could have been different if Soto didn't make that catch. And that was like an all or nothing dive. Oh, he, if he doesn't make that play to triple and two run score easily easily and that's probably the game and now we're having a completely different conversation tonight we are at defcon one even though we've been at defcon one multiple times this year but this is like it almost feels like if they lost tonight that's the point of no return i think that probably we would have been putting forks or whatever you put nails in coffins yes now it's still there i mean the coffin is still there (laughs) like it's not just completely gone like they're no i agree they, they gained nothing tonight by everyone else in front of them winning. Right. Which is, which sucks, you know, because it just shows you how good of baseball they have to play for the remainder of the year and also have to get a lot of help in front of them. Um, but the good thing there is that for the Diamondbacks and the Padre and the Giants, and um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Those two teams are in front of them, and they played them a lot the remainder of the stre- the schedule here. So you, that that is uh, some hope is that you play the Giants and you play the Diamondbacks, and you and the Dodgers are I don't it's over with they they're going to win the division or one of those three teams is going to win the division. But you know you play the teams in front of you, um, a couple of them, so you can you can help yourself out a lot there. But it's also going to take a lot because they're also fighting their ass off too. It's not just yeah, you guys. And that's why I'm not I I'm still not worried about the other teams. Listen, if there's six games left and they're three back, we can get into all the scenarios. Hey, San Fran's got to lose to Miami, you got to be but there's 60 games. So, and I get it. You're 100% right. They, they they're not getting in by happenstance just because mm-hmm. there's 60 games. They're not going 30 and 30 and getting in or 32 and 28. But with 60 games there's enough time to jockey for positioning. You have to gain a game per 10-game stretch to make up six games, as in it's doable. If it's six out with 16 to play and three teams in front of you, 
it's kind of a good luck situation, but that's not yet there. Now, they may end up there. I have no clue it's going to happen. And they got to play much better baseball than they've played. Much better. You know, and I've there's been eight turning point moments that have led to nothing. Yeah. But Pitts, I honestly don't know what they're thinking. Derek Shelton, if it comes from the dugout, I have to assume it does. Or maybe it's just mm. the pitcher going maybe. kind of rogue. But Juan Soto, you know, he's, he's, he's pimping his home run. This is, I mean, it's baseball, baseball. 2023. I, I found no issue. Pitch with it. better. Uh, but, and then you hit Manny Machado with a 98 mile per hour fastball. Is that right? It was a 98 mile per hour fastball? Yeah. In the back. Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they're a little bit of a sleeping giant. And I said this yesterday, like I'll learn a lot about the Padres based on how they play down 5-1 and they didn't play well. I'll learn something about the Padres tomorrow. Like you have all the motivation in the world. You've been embarrassed by the Pirates this year. They just hit your best player with a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. The Pirates did. You better come out and do everything in your power to treat this game like it's the World Series and win the game decisively. Like if that doesn't get you up for tomorrow then sell if they lose tomorrow based on what happened because of the circumstance of today if they lose tomorrow after manny machado gets hit by a 98 mile per hour fastball by the pittsburgh pirates sell i agree you You can't lose tomorrow can't lose you just can't can't cannot you can't then that that pitch by perdomo was bush um not only was it completely uncalled for but when you and Mud talked about it on the broadcast too, and instantly you're like, dude, you're throwing pretty close to this motherfucker's head. 98 mile hour yeah, fastball. Yeah, that yeah, you gotta be come on. Like, like if you're gonna hit some dude, you better not even get close to my head because that's gonna cause some fucking problems. Like, that is the reason why he was ejected tonight. I think if he hit Manny on like the ass or whatever. He might not be ejected because yeah. I mean, once you go After high, a home run though. I know, and still maybe he is, but either way, regardless, you hit man, you you, whoever you hit, if it was whoever after Soda hit a home run, you know, that's pretty bush, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Padres have a big lead tomorrow, they throw at, you know. Santana or McCutcheon because or, they, that that shit's not cool. That, that shit is. But here's what I would say. Man. Here, here's what I was saying. We'll get to the first super of the night. Um, and I saw someone saying, like, you, you got to brawl tomorrow or, or throw it whomever. No, no, no. The last no. thing you, I want to do. What you need to do is win tomorrow. Yeah. If you throw at someone after players were ejected yesterday, nobody wants to lose a starting pitcher or a valuable bullpen piece in the game or beyond with suspension. And the last thing you want to do is have benches clear. You don't want to lose players in that game or beyond. We're at the point in the season where I don't care if they win a fight. They need to win the game. Like, I don't care if they bean Brian Reynolds. I care that Seth Lugo goes, you know, five-plus innings if it's Lugo tomorrow. Um, Todd and Kenny, thank you for the super to get us started, guys. If you're here, subscribe. and Kenny. And if you're here, appreciate the support with the Super Chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super tonight. Padres over the Pirates. And again, they had to have, they need to have tomorrow's as well. Um, He says, Nando's catch set the tone for the game. So does D was on point. Jim's a kook with a heart emoji. Thanks. Um, the Fernando catch is really impressive. I mean, literally into the foul pole. The Soto catch, I think, was better considering Soto's defense isn't good and the circumstance, you know, up a run. Uh, you don't make the play two run score. So, yeah, defense was important. Defense was important this, in this game for San and Diego. I beat you on the tweet, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but my order had it like I beat you. What are you doing, Sully? It didn't. didn't it? No, because uh, the order is: wouldn't my tweet be above yours if I tweeted after? Because it's like chronological. Well, it said that I tweeted eleven seconds and you before and then ten, two seconds. Like it was, I beat you. That's cheating. No, it's not. That is complete cheating. Um, thank you, Todd and Kenny, for the uh, first super of the night. Again, we'll get to all of them here tonight. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Um, thank you, Cruiser, who says Campy's RDH until he cools off. 333 batting average, 1167 OPS. I'm, everyone's fine with that. Nobody needs to see Carpenter and whoever else is on this bench. Here's it, the bench isn't great. Here's here's what I got from t- tonight. Um, no matter what, you need to have both 
Sanchez and Campusano in that lineup. Why didn't they do that the other day? I had just made that argument. And and there needs to be some sort of platoon at first um, with Cronenworth. You can't have Cronenworth playing every day. You just can't. Yeah, he I'm can sorry. sit. But I'm again, sorry. I mean, is Matt Batten the answer? Probably not. But No, it's not. It, it, there's no answer at first base unless they trade for somebody. Yeah, but it's like, a possibility. You, you, I'm sorry. Cronenworth has not performed at all this year. He is now a platoon guy until otherwise, proven otherwise. You have to do what's best for the team and what's best for the team right now is Campusano in the sixth hole in the spot that Cronenworth is in and also Gary Sanchez in the lineup as well either as a DH or a catcher has to happen and your lineup is just so much deeper with Hassan Kim leading off which I don't care if it's lefty right or whatever Hassan Kim is leading off then you have the big four yeah and then you go to Campy mm-hmm. and then to your point I think you go to Sanchez and then you know if if Cronenworth is playing he's batting eighth in front of Trent Grisham. Yeah. Cronenworth, uh, and, and if you don't play, if you play Batten because there may be a lefty on the mound or, or whatever, um, then you can just make a, him a defensive replacement late in the game because I think Cronenworth is still pretty good defensively. So that's that's what I think they should do moving forward is you need to give as many at-bats as possible to Campusano. And I think Sanchez, albeit his average sucks, at least he gives you pop from a position that, you know, you haven't seen pop from in forever. So I'm cool with Gary in there as well. Um, It's different when, like, if it's, you know, it's different, right? You look at the numbers between campus or uh, from Sanchez and and Cronenworth, and you're like, they both aren't that great, Mm -hmm. but the positions, are asking for totally different things. And Sanchez has been like clutch. I mean, I know he's not hit like yes. 200, but he's had no. moments. Tonight, his two-run homer to exactly. extend that lead. I, I'm i making Cronenworth a, a platoon guy right now, and I'm putting uh, Campisano and Gary Sanchez. Those are your new DHs, and you just rotate them, and that's what they do. That's what they By need to the do. way, to Carlos's point, and thank you for your membership, Carlos. We're going to get to the Supers. Just click the dollar sign. Thank you for subscribing as well. The general point, I know he's being facetious, obviously, with all of that, but the general point, and it's almost like the 2020 season that we covered every single day on radio on the wrap-up show when we launched this thing, mm-hmm. it's sprint time and you're starting from, you know, it's not the 2020 season when everyone's 0-0. Zero zero. You're six games out in the 2020 season. So with a one ten start tomorrow, that's not a reason to get guys off their feet. I'm sorry, you're off Thursday. Yeah. They're off. They can play Thursday. They can they can get a lazy boy. They can watch television if they want. They, they can they can stay home. Okay, yeah. they're off Thursday. Mm-hmm. They're I don't want to see any non regular in the lineup tomorrow against Pittsburgh. I, I I just cannot see it. Yep it's it it's got to be this lineup tonight in whatever order you want. Yeah. It has to be this lineup. I mean, they won and they scored and they hit for power and it wasn't easy, but that's fine. I mean, they scored five runs. That's enough. They're going to win 85% of the time scoring five runs, maybe more, Not especially at home. They're going to win 90% of the time scoring five runs. Go do it again. And if Cronenworth's in the lineup, he's hitting eighth. Eighth in front of Grisham or ninth, you know, behind Grisham. But I, I swear to God, if tomorrow you like – you see a couple guys sitting. If Campusano's not in the lineup, um, you know, just no. If like, if they give like Manny a de- no, that can't I mean, happen. It can't. Not tomorrow. No. It just and not this weekend. You have Thursday off, and you got the Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Rangers. Huge series. Monday in Colorado, right? I don't think there's an off day, and then it's the trade deadline. So, no. I mean, you you got to treat this thing like you have put yourself behind the eight ball, which is what they've done. Um, Sam, thank you for the super. He says Jake needs more days off, or is a platoon guy now. I, I think we're. Tr- I think it's the time of year where it's not about hurting guys' feelings. And listen, Jake's paid handsomely. Uh, he's got to perform. They're going to count on him again beyond 2023, no matter what happens in 2023. I think we're past the hey, let's make sure to work in all 26 guys, and we're at the point where it's like, let's go with what works. And I think that's how they have. And by the way, Jake Cronenworth is going to play in the last 60 games. Yeah. But if he gets less playing time, if he bats lower in the order, if it's better for the team, you got to think about the team right now. I, I don't care about anything other than the team's results from this point forward this year. I, I don't want to see Jake hitting at all in the middle of this lineup. 
no. ever, ever again for the rest of the year. I mean, fifth like, is a joke. Like it, it is a massive joke if he hits fifth or sixth. Right. I mean, even seventh, you're like, eh. I mean, now again you, with Kim, you're sliding him to six to your point, but you got the big four. But even six is way too high. The way he's way performed, you way know, it's way yeah. too high. And the good thing about tonight is when Snell's on the mound and when Musgrove's on the mound, those have to be win days. Have to. Have to. And that's why Sunday was just so frustrating because Joe, albeit he didn't pitch great, still right. gave you six innings, give him with three runs against yeah, the Tigers. You should be able to game. win that game. Yep. And it, you have to win games started by those two while they're still here, while Snell's still on this team. I mean, this shit, this might have been his last start. I, I, I I'd be surprised. I would, yep. I'd be definitely surprised if it was. But for the remainder of the year, you need to win like 90% of those starts. You know, you just have to. Yeah. And I'm not I saying he, I'm not saying he has to get to this. I'm not saying that he has to get the decision. Right. Those, but you just games. need to win the game. That goes but, back to the yes. point. I don't care if Blake Snell wins another game this year. No. If in those 10 starts, the Padres are nine and one. That's exactly yeah. what needs to happen. Same thing. When Musgrove's on the mound, yeah, like if they're nine and one on those ten starts, fine. You got it. If 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 they're eighteen and two, two? in Musgrove and Snell's <laughs> remaining starts, a little aggressive, but... very aggressive. But say they're say they're fifteen and four in those starts, that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Be huge. Be huge. And, and by the way, I think they have do. more than that. I mean, with sixty games, you know, if they're pitching every fifth game, they each make twelve starts. I mean, that's twenty four games potentially okay. that they're still starting in, and maybe twenty three, whatever. But it's a lot of games. 18 and 6. That's a number yeah, I think is huge. like that's a that's a number that would be very good for this team. Carry some weight. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um Andrew, thank you for the um super maybe the super sticker it doesn't show up here on the wrap up show our um super Thanks, stickers Andrew. but we do appreciate your support of the channel that really does mean a lot to us. Want to get to uh, you Jim or your AI Jim, Jim Russell AI. Thank you for your membership. Thank you for your Hello. super. I am Jim um, Hachu. Ah, ha ha ha. He says, Manny keeping his cool shows how much he's matured. I thought it was funny how he was holding on to his bat all the way to first base, LFGSD. Yeah, what was interesting, and I watched it back a couple of times, at no point was his initial reaction like visceral. Like he wasn't angered by getting thrown at with a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. Like my initial reaction would be like, yo, I mean, I'd run away, but you get my point. I mean, if you got hit with a 98-mile-hour fastball in the back – You'd be dead. It'd be like to go through your body. body. Exactly. Exactly. But with Machado, it's like you're thinking, like, dude, you're hitting me because Soto hit a home run in front of me. Like, dude, like, let's drop some gloves. Like, this is gonna be hockey or something. I mean, that that you would think would be the reaction. To be honest, to to Machado's credit, they don't need that right now. What they need is to take all of that and center it to a win tomorrow. They don't Mm. bench is clearing. I don't think solving anything. Nobody needs suspensions. I don't need to see Manny Machado miss three games because he punched someone. I mean, that's that's great. But then you don't have him for three games. He's the best player in baseball in July. So I I think he handled it right. I'm very curious what it means for the clubhouse. I really am. I uh, At least first the Pirates tomorrow, they're going to be pissed off. I do think Manny was pissed. I get oh, hit. Sure. Of course he is. I mean, that was Bush. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah, I'm pissed. Like, that's 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 total bush league mm-hmm. um everybody knew it at, from every the second it happened mud called it out the second it happened you knew wait he, wait a second you just threw a straight 98 mile hour fastball when you've had good command this whole entire inning so far and you happen to get away it happens to get away from you and go right in the back of manny machado and not only the back of manny like in the upper back like that shit gets away, you hit him in the head, a ninety-eight mile hour fastball, and Manny ends yeah, up you like, got problems getting like that's bullshit. Yeah. So Manny's reaction to it was, I think, bro, I know what you fucking did. That's fucking bullshit. Like I don't, th- I don't think there was a, a thought of him charging the mound or benches clearing at all. It, I hope, I hope it woke everybody up in that dugout. I think it might have because I mean scored a couple times after that with the Gary Sanchez two-run homer. But now it's like, okay, are you going to have that thing just like carry you here? Or are you going to go out tomorrow and play flat? Because if they go out and play flat tomorrow after tonight, oh boy. (laughs) 
there would be some yeah. problems. No, I, I, I completely. There is no flat tomorrow. You know, if, no chance. And if you know what, and I've said this a million times, baseball you can't control. It's a weird sport, but there is no five-one loss tomorrow. If there's an eleven-ten game, crazy, you know, like yeah. things can happen, yeah. but that doesn't happen a lot with the but. They need to. I mean. There is no excuse for tomorrow. I'm sorry. Against Pittsburgh, as terrible as they've been against everyone but the Padres, you know Seth Lugo has been very good. It just has to be a decisive win. You can it cannot hang in the balance even in the ninth inning. You can't have some one run game with a guy at second. You know, I mean, just win the game and win it convincingly, like you did tonight. In the end, Simple and then go into the weekend and take two or three there. It's not what you yep. want. No, I mean, four and two homestand. Four and two is fine. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's okay. And in the loss last night, it's going to still sting. Um, but beat a really good Texas team this weekend, going to Colorado, take two or three there. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got some momentum. Shit. If they're never going to win more than three games in a row, just keep pile winning up, two out of three. Just pile up a bunch of two or threes. I mean, two out of three from here on out is 40 and 20. How many wins do they have, Jim, overall? Uh, 50 or 48 or 49? 49. So 40 and 20, 89 wins they're in. Easier yeah. said than done. Easy. Just win two or three of every series from now on. And they might not need that many, by the way. They probably won't. Um, Flying John's house. Thank you for the super. I don't even know what what like currency that is. I know Jim doesn't, so I won't even ask. Like um, yen. I don't know. <laughs> can't have John DH because he swings and misses badly when trying to catch me, the fly in John's house. I like that. Creative. And thank you. Yeah. Good job. That's awesome. That thank is. You. That's what we need. That's what we need. Subscribe if you're here. Uh, smash the like button if you are here. And also, we appreciate the supers that are rolling in right now. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super tonight. Padres won a game they just had to have. I mean, they just, and they go down one nothing, and then McCutcheon hits the ball to the left, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, here we go again. And Soto makes a play. Um, and then will that hit by pitch ignite the Padres tomorrow and moving forward or not? We'll find out moving forward. Um, Antonio, thank you. He says, uh, I'm a little behind, so I'm at the part where you're saying the regulars need to start tomorrow. I thought I heard Bomel say Juan is sitting tomorrow. Are you serious? Sitting for what? Now, is he going to be off his feet and he's going to DH? Because there's a difference between DHing. I, I'm okay with one of the big four DHing, I think, if it means like Cronenworth is playing or whatever. But I don't think Juan can sit tomorrow. Why is he sitting? I don't know. I mean, the dude's carried the team at times. He hit his 20th home run. He's got his 930 OPS, right? Whatever it is right now. Like, I'll tell you what it is. 917. Like, you can rest at the end of the season. Like, what are we doing here? You can rest Thursday. He's 24. You know, I'm 43. I went to Orange Theory today. I could go again tomorrow. <laughs> I was making 23 million in arbitration. I could go again. Yeah, I'll be I'll be not happy if tomorrow morning the lineup comes lineup. out and you see no Soto and like no Sanchez. Or or you see no Soto and no uh Campusano. Like, yeah, tomorrow isn't fuck? rest day. I mean, even if they win, I'm gonna be critical of that. Like tomorrow's not rest day. No. Like you, you know what? You you wasted a chance at rest day by losing to Quentin Priester. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So you, you lost your chance at rest day. Right. Yeah. No, no, rest, no, no rest. Rest day is when you die or you're done well with the said. season. Yes. Well, the season is over. <laughs> um, Iron Lung, thank you for a very generous super chat. He says, uh, just mathematically speaking, do you think the Padres can play almost 650 baseball? So we're just talking about this, which is almost what would be required to make the playoff. San Diego lifer, Braves fan lifer, go Braves. Thank you for the super. Appreciate you hanging out. It's not like the Braves and Padres have the biggest rivalry in baseball history. Um, so we appreciate the super chat. You know, 650 baseball. So we just said 40 and 20. That's 667. So I'm thinking 650 is 39 and 21. It's probably right. Um, and it might be what's required of them. Maybe 38 and 22, but 39 and 21. Do I think they can do it? I think they have a lot to prove to us before I'm going to go on the wrap-up show or John and Jim be like, yeah, they're about to go 40 and 20. And haven't even played 500. But is it possible? Yeah, it's, it is possible. I think over a period of time, I go back to um, 2020 pandemic year, 37 and 23. 
that's what you like. You go 37, 23, you're putting pressure on. I don't know if you get in, but you're putting, you're probably like a game out with three to play. So, like, you've put yourself in position if you go 37 and 23. Now they were very good in 2020. So, are they capable of doing it again? I mean, we thought at the beginning of the year they could play 37 and 23 baseball. Can they do it? I don't know. They haven't done it to this point. Yeah, I am in the boat of you're going to have to prove it. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if they can because they haven't shown it at all. They haven't even won more than three freaking games this year. You know, it's it's hard to say, yeah, they can do it when they have shown you that they literally can't do it and that they haven't done it. Um, Is anything possible? Absolutely it is. is, You know, barring some major injuries, like they have the pieces. They they have a a relatively healthy-ish team now with Robert Suarez coming back, Um, which, by the way, looked amazing again tonight, which is a great sign. But, like, show it. Prove it. Win six in a row. Win seven in a row. Shit, win ten in a row. Because if you do that, then you give yourself some wiggle room and you make your margin for error not as tight. Now, it's still tight. But if you go on a 10, 11 game winning streak, which would be amazing, you know, you give yourself a little bit of this. You gain back some margin for error, which you have completely thrown away throughout this entire season so far. Yeah, I, I think that's well said, and I agree with you. And while we have a moment, I want to get to two things, by the way, because we promoted it earlier today on social media. But if you want these, I've been talking with our rep over at FOCO, and this is going to sell out, okay? Easily. This is a mini bobblehead set Dude. of Machado, Soto, and Tatis. It's available for pre-order. There are 144. I would not be surprised if this is gone between now and tomorrow. I want so, those. Because there's only 144 of these, and they're in the City Connect, and it's really cool. Now, here's what I learned about the pre-order. Because someone had said previously, hey, how come wrap-up show 10, the, the uh, promo code isn't working for 10% off? It only works for items in stock. And this is a pre-order, but here's the thing. We're telling you about it before it's gone. So if you want this, I just put the link in the uh, live chat. There's also a link pinned at the top of the chat. If you want these, they're going to go. And Jim has told you for months on end about the quality and the craftsmanship of these FOCO bobbleheads. And this is like the the mini big head collection. And you get the collector set. You're getting Soto. You're getting Tatis. You're getting Machado. Think about their night. Tatis's play. Soto's play. Soto's homer. Machado getting hit. This is like the team. Right, his home run as well. He's hit 11 in July. Um, it's like one of the best months, by the way, in Padres franchise history in terms of power. So if, if you want this, there's 144. Um, we've told you about probably eight bobbleheads maybe over the last two months. I want to say seven of them have sold out, Yeah, something like that. So if you want this, Jim, you've talked about it before. Uh, grab it before it's gone. And, I mean, look, if, if you look at these bobbleheads and you might say, well, they might be out of my price range. I totally understand that. But if you want a good bang for your buck here, three mini bobbleheads for just what? 65 bucks. I mean, come on. That's a freaking steal right there. And these are great bobbleheads. They look, I mean, look at them. They're, they're, they're great bobbleheads. I think that that the set is great. If you want all, I mean, if you've been looking for a Manny, a Soto and a Tatis bobblehead, well, guess what? You can get all three now. (laughs) Yeah. Good point. Xander yeah, needs to point. have um, one full year of the team first. Yeah, exactly. Um, so thank you, Foco, for your support of the channel. In addition to our friends over at Foco, we want to remind you, um, we can't do this without your support each and every day, and we can't do it without the support of our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz of Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance needs, Mark is your guy. Take it from us. I've had a homeowner's policy, an earthquake policy, and a life insurance policy with Mark. For a long time, the life insurance policy I picked up maybe six months ago. The other two I've had for over two years or roughly two years at this point. We had a, a claim in here in 2022 because of a flood. He took care of everything. He saved us so much time and money, and he made it simple and easy. And if you switch your insurance to Mark, you can save $750 or more. And who wouldn't want to do that? He's a lifelong Padres fan. He's a native San Diegan. He supports this channel. He's a local business doing business in our community, right? You can mm-hmm. click the link in the description down below and you can get a free quote online or you can call him and get a free quote and talk about the Padres. But whatever it is, auto home, 
business life, condo renters, earthquake, and it goes on and on and on. Mark can save you money. He's a great insurance agent. You can take it from us with great service and communication, a diehard Padres fan that supports our work. Click the link in the description down below or get in contact with Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is always above my head here. And Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to uh, our buddy Mark, let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. All right. Thank you, Mark. And thank you guys for hanging out. If you're here, subscribe. If you are here, we appreciate the Super Chats. Click the link in the, excuse me, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of the Supers here tonight. Let's get back to them. Like our buddy Zach Wilbert, who, uh, Wilbur, who just can. Uh, contributed with the super chat he says change of topic man ethan salas is looking fire right now hitting 275 as a 17 year old in single a had a walk off recently real deal for sure it's very encouraging Mm -hmm. i mean salas in terms of the future a player like salas is absolutely encouraging there's no guarantees we understand it but 17 year old producing an a ball um you, you should be optimistic, I think, if you're a Padres fan about Ethan Salas' future. I think that's completely fair. Completely fair. Yeah, I, I would say Ethan Salas right now might be their best prospect since Tatis. Actually, not might. I think he's a no-doubt one of the best prospects since yeah. Tatis. James Wood may have turned yeah. into the best prospect since Tatis, but you know he traded him away for Soto. Um this guy so far in the minor leagues at what he's at his age, what he's doing has been incredible. There's yeah. been nothing but praise for him. Only problem is he's probably three or four years still away. Yeah. It's a couple of years. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. It's so. going to take a little bit of time, but, but is it reason for optimism in the future? And again, not, not with this team as we know, but yeah, I mean, in the future it is, it's, it's a real reason for optimism. It's a legitimate reason, yeah. especially with the issues they've had a catcher and not to say the guy will be, 19 or 20 and pay dividends immediately. But even at 21, 22, helping out in a big way would be a huge, huge win for AJ Preller and the Padres. Well, if, um, if Luis Capisano is doing as well as he is, true. I mean, they're going to have a catching controversy. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, Jeremy, thank you for uh, the super as well. He says, keep batting Rivas at first, Crone or Lopes. Um, well, Lopes has been in AAA, right? Mm-hmm. Um no, I mean, it's not good enough. Listen, they're paying Cronenworth. He's going to have to play and produce at least in 2024 and beyond. Baton Rivas isn't working for me, unfortunately. They, they have to do better than that entire combination that's in that super chat. There's not one single right answer there. Mm-hmm. There isn't. You'd, you'd hope it's Cronenworth, but yeah, he's just it's just not his year, man. And he's just a liability in that lineup right now. He just is. He has a couple moments, but like that's it. You know, this whole Crone zone. I'm I'm d- done with that right now. It's about winning right. games, and right now he is not a player that's helping this team win games. So you have to find another option, and the other options really aren't great. So damned if you do, damned if you don't, type of thing. By the way, I want to follow up as well. Um, Danny Third says Jackson Merrill. I know he just went up to Double A, but that's encouraging to see that he's hit a little bit. Mm-hmm. In the first week or two in Double A, and again, this this isn't stuff. Listen, we'll be very critical at the end of the year if this team misses the postseason. Obviously, and w- it's fair. We can all we can all call it a failure. I mean, the expectations are through the roof. But with all that being said, I mean to be reasonable because you're still going to be a Padres fan in 2024. That doesn't change the fact that Jackson Merrill might have a nice year and Ethan Salas might be developing. So, like, yeah, this might be a disappointment, but you're still going to be a Padres fan in 2024, presumably 2025, and these guys at some point hopefully pay dividends um, if they hold on to them. Yeah, they're not traded. Right, exactly, if they hold on to them. Um, Thank you, Nick, for the super chat. He says, manifesting, Padres have seven more against the Doyers. Giants and D-backs are fading. Sweep LA and the Padres win the NL West. <laughs> Let's put one foot in front of the other is what I would say. We talked about today for the for the Padres to catch the Dodgers being 10 games back. They would need – actually, they're only nine and a half back because the Dodgers just lost. Did they lose? Still, so if you go – The Dodgers example, just tied it up. Holy shit. Oh, what's the score of that game? They were down by th- – Four runs in the ninth inning. They just tied it up to they go to extras. So annoying. So you're but not catching the Dodgers. Sorry. This is not going to happen. I mean, 
look at it this way. I guess you go 40 and 20 and they go 30 and 30, but there's no reason to believe the Dodgers go 30 and 30 to close. I mean, they're 15 over 500. They'll be over 500 from here on out. So you got to go, what, 42 and 18, maybe, to have a shot, 43 and 17, maybe. So unfortunately, it's going to be hard to win the division. Now, they may not, you know, it's interesting, Jim, if we look at the last 10 full seasons, if the Padres happen to finish nine games behind the Dodgers, that might be as close as they've been in a full season in a while, right? When's the last time the Padres finished within single-digit games of the Dodgers? It's been a long time. Let's throw a parade for that. We should. Finished under 10 games back of the Dodgers. Hold on. If you want to throw a parade, well, that's fine. Listen, you can be critical of that, but the truth is they beat the Dodgers fair and square in the postseason last year. 100%. So, I mean, that's like a legitimate accomplishment. They beat them. I know. With seasons on the line. That's good. And and, and honestly, if if they happen to get in as a sixth seed, guess who they face in the first round in the wild card? If the season ended today, it would be LA. Yeah. No, actually, it would be Milwaukee. It would? Yeah, because Milwaukee's got a worse record than LA. LA would get a bye. Oh, yeah, it's first two seeds. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. I remember my first time watching baseball. I, I do, too. It was a fun time. Um, what else happened in this game? I mean, Blake Snell's got the lowest ERA in baseball among qualifiers. He's been really good, man. He's going to get a huge payday at the end of the year. Um, good for him. But if you're going to keep him, the, like better I said, in. you better have every single one of his starts or at least 90% of his starts for the remainder of the year be wins. You just mm-hmm. have to. You can't waste this. And, I agree. You know, if they do happen to go two and three over here over the next five games mm-hmm. and to the deadline. Um, well, maybe he gets moved. You, you could potentially, like we had Scott Miller talk about it today, you know, players on the market right now, a couple years ago, may have not gotten a lot for, but because this is such a buyer's market and because that you have so many teams that are in it looking for help, you potentially could get like you know, double what you may have gotten previously for guys. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. Blake Snell is easily far and away the best potential pitcher on the market. No question. No doubt. I mean, no doubt. Honestly, he's, he's got like a, a half decent lie to the national league. Cy Young, does he not? I mean, it's not some inevitability, but like if he pitches like this for his last 11 starts, Look, he's and seven and eight. It. If he finishes like eleven and nine, we've seen Degrom do it at like nine and nine. I know, but I'm that's what I mean. Like if he finishes, yeah, eleven and nine, and nine, twelve and nine, twelve and nine, and two four ERA, yeah, two three. Because right now Snell, we're looking at it. Yeah, I mean his whip isn't like amazing it's not, he walks not because he walks like, everyone. Walks he everybody. Gets out of it. I think. I think as of right now, if I'm looking at the National League, he's not right? going to win the Cy Young if the season ended today. No, because you got other guys that. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's up there. He's definitely up there. There's no one. That's, there's no one that I would say right now that would be. I just looked at the list the other day. I saw a top five, and he was on it. Obviously, he, on, honestly, John. Shit, the season end right now. He's probably the Cy Young. Lowest DRA, because uh, Justin Steele. I mean, you could argue here. He's ten and three with a two nine five ERA and a one point one one WHIP. Mm-hmm. And Snell seven and eight with the best ERA in baseball, with more innings, more strikeouts, and a little higher WHIP. Like, did you those... see that dumb stat that he leads baseball in ERA and walks? That's really? like impossible. <laughs> That's insane. That's literally impossible. What are opponents hitting against him with men in scoring position or men on base? I mean, it's got to be nothing. It's got to be 100 with men in scoring position this year. Or certainly under 150. It has to be. I mean, hitters are hitting 198 this year off him. In general, opponents are hitting 198? Yeah, he's the Cy Young right now. So, what are they hitting with men on on base? I could look it up. Uh, It it can't be. I don't have it in front of me. It can't be higher than 140. Tonight, tonight on the broadcast, they said like third time through a lineup, teams are hitting like under 100 against him. Wow, crazy! I mean, that's, he could, I he could, he that. could win the Cy Young for sure. 
And you just hope that it this. ends up, you know, being a playoff run with your with a Cy Young Award winner. I know. It would suck to not. I know. Okay, so wait, Risp. Opponents are hitting coming in 152 with a 514 OPS off Blake Snell with runners in scoring position. 152 with a 514 OPS. So you talk about the definition of someone that like, you know, steps up in big spots. That's Blake Snell. I mean, he works out of trouble constantly. Constantly. Saw some, saw some talking baseball. Um, so Snell has the lowest ERA in the bigs, lowest ERA in the National League by far. He's allowed just six runs in 69 <laughs> nice innings over his last 12 starts. Yeah, it's crazy. Six runs and twelve starts. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, he's the he's the he's the front runner for Cy Young right now. That's crazy. Yeah, he's the front he's runner for Cy Young so in the well. National League. That's crazy. It's utter craziness. Um, Zach, thank you. He says flip hater for bench help and close with Suarez? Question mark. I mean, he, here's the thing. Can you legitimately flip hater and say you're a World Series contender even if you get into the postseason? I mean, I guess if Suarez pitched like he did in 2022, there's no reason we can yet say that, though. It's been such a short period of time. It's hard to like count on Suarez. He's not even pitching back-to-back days as of yet. I think you move hater and you've kind of admitted something about where you are, which is you're not a legitimate World Series contender. Um, I think Suarez in the future could be their closer. But Hater today was quoted as saying he wants to be in San Diego long term. You move Hater, it's the white flag. You move Snell, it's the white flag. Oh man, I don't. I, I understand it. It's Snell, yeah. It just Hater, it's a, probably. You are admitting if you move Josh Hater, this team ain't this team ain't it because you're not winning the World Series. You would think by trading your you're not, one ERA closer. You're not and. With the return of Robert Suarez, who has looked fantastic in his return, right. both in games that are close games, so that's even better. There's not, you know, going out there when they're up nine one. Um, with the addition of Suarez, you would think like all they got to do is just get a lead in the eighth inning. Like get have a lead yep. in the eighth inning, it's lights out, it's night night, you know. And that's what has been missing this year is to the bridge to get to Hater has been so bumpy. Yep, that. That it's you're like, well, haters' value is not there because they can't even get to him. But now it's like, okay, we we just gotta bridge it to the eighth instead of the ninth, and it makes things much more easy. Um, so yeah, I I think that if you trade hater, that is a admission of we don't really believe in this team. It's not gonna happen this year. Yeah. And that would send a signal to everyone in that clubhouse, I feel like, no matter what Joe says, no matter what he says about if we're a good team or not, that's a sign of probably you're going to pack this one in. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting to see what you could get. But again, can you – it's such a hard conversation. There are four games under 500. There are four – now, again, that doesn't mean there'll be four games under 500 come August 1st. They might be more. They might be less. But it's a a very – it's a very interesting conversation. Iron Lung, thank you for the super. He says, Victor Lizarraga, thank me later. Who's that? Um, Lizarraga in Fort Wayne in 15 stars has a 4.26 ERA. Okay. Thank you later for – okay. I don't know if he's going to fix the Padres in 2023. Um, Irie Fan Geek, thank you for your super. He says, if you move hater, you've got to fill a whole hater – Plus prospect for legit DH, no rental through 2024. Offseason, get Blackman and CJ Crone. What do you think? Blackman has, why would you ever even consider Charlie Blackman? Is legit no value. Um, CJ Crone, I think, has value. Um, hold on. If you move hater, you've got to fill a whole hater plus prospect for legit DH, no rental through 2024. I mean, Hader's not going to return what Snell's going to return. He's a closer. Yeah. And you're not typically making trades for like, it's not usually big leaguer for big leaguer. You're trading Hader for someone that might be major league ready in the minor leagues. You're trading Hader for like a top 10 caliber prospect in someone's organization is probably what you're doing. You're not trading Hader for, and I, I see what he's saying. He's saying off season, get Blackman or CJ Chrome, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, Blackman, why would you ever consider Charlie Blackman? 
No. Am I wrong? I mean, he's he's old. Yeah. I don't even know what Charlie Blackman is doing right now. Um, but yeah, nah, not not gonna happen. Don't want it to happen. Um Manny talked about getting hit. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Let me just pull this up here. He said this is from AJ Casavell. I guess people don't respect people anymore. 300 pumps in the show, 10 years plus, but it is what it is. <laughs> Ain't no worry. We got the win, which is the most important part. Nothing was broken, so we're good. Um, <laughs> That's a funny quote. Mach- he said Machado reacted coolly and said afterward that the best response was emphatically finishing what was a much-needed victory. Right. I he agree said, with that. He said, I guess I'm maturing a little bit in some way, shape, or form. Catch me a couple of years before, maybe still out there. <laughs> May mm. still be out there. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, that's a fair quote. Got 300 um, pumps in the show, bro. <laughs> so, Bob Melvin post game talking about Soto. Home run was great, but the play in left field was to play the game. Big momentum yeah. swing. It's a different game if that ball drops, no doubt. Oh, yeah. The game, they, they probably lose. Padres offense twice failed to bring a runner in from third who had gotten there with one out. We're one for eight with men in scoring position. Just looking for additional quotes here in the post-game article. Um, okay, he said five would be tough regarding if they lost five straight to Pittsburgh. I don't necessarily think it's just the Pirates. It's just responding from what have been really tough losses for us this year. I think the one thing we have done well is played well when it looks like we're in dire need of a good game and we end up responding with it. We need more of them. But like you can't always bank on that. You can't always bank on well. We need to win this game because we're in dire need of a win. Like you should just go out there and just like play good baseball and like just win a bunch of baseball games. Not have mm-hmm. to have your backs in the fucking corner all the time to to win a game. And and, and by the way, like your back is firmly in the corner right now. I mean, mm-hmm. you're six out from the sixth playoff spot. And you have to jump three or four teams. Okay. Yeah. So you should think that you should think like that all the time. It shouldn't just be because you lost Monday night that you need to come out and respond. Like, no, you need to respond every game because you're six games back. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. It's not just tomorrow. Truthfully, it's, uh, yeah, it's not just tomorrow, but tomorrow they cannot lay an egg. I mean, unfortunately, they really can't lay an egg most of the rest of the year <laughs> barring you know they win 10 in a row like you said but, if they have another three and seven stretch anywhere in the rest of the year season's over good night yep they, they gotta they don't have to be perfect but they have to be good um thank you aura for your support of the channel guys as you know this is an amazing company their co-founder will is a san diegan and a huge padres fan and this is a plant-based nutritional supplement company everything is plant-based and they have great products. I've been taking their probiotic for over a year. It's a great, great product for digestion, heart health, mental health. There's a million reasons. No joke. I mean, Google probiotic benefits. You're going to find 100 reasons, if not more, to take a probiotic daily. They've got an, a daily probiotic for you that is plant-based. They have pre-workout supplements, proteins for after-workouts, omega-3 oils. If you're taking the fish oil, you can get the same benefits from Aura's omega-3 oil. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and much more. Go to ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. These are San Diegans. Their co-founder, Will, office is right here in Liberty Station. Um, They support this channel they have for nearly two years. So if you're looking to get healthier, we all are. Affordable, plant-based, nutritional products from our friends here in San Diego. ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. Yeah, go there right now. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, if you want to start taking some supplements, and you don't know where to start, or is the best place to go. All organic, plant-based, www.ORA.organic. Pick up some supplements right now, and uh, you'll thank us later. The dude pitching for Pittsburgh tomorrow is 3-11. and 11. Now, that's not the greatest indicator, to be honest. Pittsburgh isn't good. Um and his ZRA isn't horrific. It's not good at 4.77. It's bad, but it's not horrific. But you have to hit him is the point. You have to hit him. They've been very bad against bad pitching recently. 
Um, we're certainly not, you know, good pitching. They haven't been good against non-good pitching recently. They have to hit this guy. I'm presuming, you know, one o'clock start. It's going to be warm. The ball should carry more. It's going to be what eighty plus degrees tomorrow. So they have to hit this guy, and they have to win tomorrow. And then they get Thursday off, and we'll look up and see where they are as they enter that Ranger series. But you know, it's another must win. It's back to back must win games against Pittsburgh. You have to win the series. If they don't win tomorrow, I'm selling. It's as simple as that. Yeah, you got to win six two, five one, five nothing. Like you have to. Then there's no excuses tomorrow um, at all. And I, I think. I I would be I would be thoroughly disappointed if they come out tomorrow with no fight after tonight's game. After what happened with Manny tonight, you come out flat tomorrow and you lose 3-2, 4-1, whatever the case may be, you're right. That tells me all you need to know about this team and the mindset of it, and it is sell. I mean, that would be the biggest indictment ever. And if tonight didn't have Machado getting plunked, I could actually stomach losing tomorrow to the Pirates more. I couldn't stomach it, but I could stomach it more if they didn't have the extra motivation of like, this is like a pride situation. Like, yeah, you got like, you know, it's just a pride situation. Your captain was hit by the lowly Pirates. You are at home. You have a chance to win a series. There is no option other than looking really good. I mean, I'll take any win. I don't care if they score three runs in the ninth to stun them and win 3-2. It's not ideal, but whatever. It's a win. But this should be decisive, and this should be convincing, and they should look good yeah. tomorrow. And I'll mm-hmm. believe it when I see it because I've said that nine other times where they haven't looked good, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow is a big, like, show me what you're made of game. You know, are you going to let them just do that to you guys? Are you going right. to let them just throw at Manny Machado and then, oh, by the way, come out and lose the series? Like, nah. This, like you said a couple of days ago, John, like this team is going to show me a lot about what they do being down 5-1. This team's going to show you a lot what they do tomorrow against this Pirates team. It really will. A ton. I mean, honestly, I, I will. And I've said it before. And I'll, All I need to know is tomorrow's result. All I need to know. Days away from the trade deadline. You have to win the game. You have absolutely have to win the game and if you don't i have little to no faith in the last 59 games simple as that i mean that might be stupid it's it's not impossible but it seems impossible if you can't beat the pirates in a series at home that's how it seems to me um guys if you are here if you're looking for a place to play daily fantasy sports there is no better place than underdog fantasy on the app or at underdogfantasy.com they have drafts going on right now in Major League Baseball for tomorrow's games, beginning at $3 per, per draft. You can draft. You can do it yourself or on auto draft, and they take care of everything else. There are no trades. There are no waivers. You can win, and you can win big, and then you can also play the pickums going on for tomorrow. And they've got these boosters as well. Um, for example, if Daphne Van Domsolar – Goalie for the Netherlands tomorrow, you know, Daphne Van yeah. Dome Solar. Yeah, great. Um, here's the thing if she allows higher than one and a half goals, you can win even more. Okay. So let's include that. And then let's include, let's see, let's get to the Padres. When's the Padres play? Hold on. One o'clock. One o'clock. Earlier in the day. Stand by. Okay. And then let's say, um, you know, Lugo higher than five and a half strikeouts. All of a sudden, your $20 wager, you get these two pickums right, and $20 wager pays $80. You're winning four times if you just get two correct pickums. So it's as simple as that. Underdog Fantasy or the Underdog Fantasy app, use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. doesn't have to be a $100 deposit. It can be $10. But you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. So you get the deposit match. You get the four-time payout if you get two correct pickums for tomorrow. So play right now, underdogfantasy.com or by using the Underdog Fantasy app. Look at this. Thank you. 
Ramon. In the Women's World Cup, 17 of the 18 games have resulted in one of the teams being shut out. Did you know that? I did not know that, John. We need to do a Women's World Cup wrap-up show. I think we might have to do that, yes. For 2027, we're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Super just rolled in. Okay. Um, He wants to know, Antonio, thank you. Um, Did you hear Juan's postgame where he said along the lines of, if you don't like it, strike me out. You don't have to hit anyone. And he says, hype me up. Was that was that with um, the guys on field? Because I, I was kind of watching, getting ready for the uh, show. I think it was. And Juan didn't like overly pimp job that no, home run. really wasn't. I mean, he, dude, if you hit the ball as far and as good as Juan Soto just hit it, you're going to you're gonna be like, damn. Like, you're not right. going to sit there and just be like, put your head down and run fast as you can around, around the bases. That's not the sport anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and like anybody that's upset about uh, players admiring or pimping their home runs, just please do me a favor and fuck all the way off and don't watch the sport anymore. <laughs> that's as, sim- as simple as I could say it. If you are going to get upset about someone pimping a home run or admiring the home run or whatever the case may be, just F off and don't watch the sport anymore because that's never going to not happen again. Just By the go way. away. You boomers. <laughs> Jim is so mad. Juan Soto post all-star break, 12 games, has a 1,056 OPS. But he's the problem. Right. But but his defense, which is great tonight, but is he takes too many walks. Yeah, to trade Juan Soto. And he's got a 1,056 OPS. By the way, just listen to this for a second. In May, 1,114 OPS. In June, 914 OPS in July and over 900, 903 OPS. He's been really good. He has not been perfect. It will not go down as his career year, but he's playing at Petco Park and the Padres can't hit a Petco Park. They just can't. Mm-hmm. He's had, a, I mean, we consider that when you consider that fact alone, he has been the best Padre. And again, he's not going to hit 50 home runs. He never will. They didn't trade for that guy, they didn't trade for a 50 home run hitter. Trader for a guy that gets on base a lot. And that's the responsibility of his teammates to get him in. And that doesn't always happen. And he hasn't had a million big moments this year, but he's consistently produced since April. And that's all you can really ask. That's how I look at it. I would say that the final two and a half months with the Padres last year and then the first month and a half of the, of his season this year yep. are the anomaly. I that- think so. Like that's the anomaly. Like th- that Juan Soto is um, the outlier, not the norm. The normal Juan Soto is what you're seeing for the last two and a half, three months. Like you just said, his OPS. That's the Juan Soto that everyone wanted here with the Padres. And let me just say this before we get out of here, and we'll be back tomorrow. Um, what was I going to say? I mean, it, it's a it's a little odd, Jim. Like the Soto producing. I just told you what he's done post All-Star break. Machado producing. Starting pitching producing. Hater holding leads. Suarez has only been a couple outings, but very good. Bullpen's even better in general. They have a Cy Young and Blake Snell. They have, right. It's like it's not adding up to four games under 500. It is what it is. I'm not I'm not going to tell you that it, it all, hey, you know because they have good individual players that they're going to make the the postseason, but there are reasons to believe they can play better in the final 60 games. Will it be enough? I don't know, but there's enough to like that. There's reasons to believe they can play better. I'd be surprised if they didn't play better in the, Now again, will it be enough? I don't know, but I mean, come on. I mean, you got, you got like MVP caliber players in, in Snell, Cy Young side and Machado and Soto Again, they haven't done it all year, but they've done it here recently. And I mean, you got two, three guys that are difference makers. Yeah. Come on. You can't rattle off four or five wins in a row. It seems inevitable. It really does. We'll That's find all out. Right, but I know. It hasn't happened as of yet. We'll find out, man. Um, all right. Subscribe if you're here. Please really do appreciate it. We um passed fifty one hundred subscribers this week. And at last check, we're over 5,110. So we'd love to get to 6,000 by the end of the year. If they get to the postseason, maybe we push 7,000 this year. So please subscribe if you're here. Seriously, um, 
really means a lot to us. We appreciate your subscription. It doesn't cost you a penny. Hit the subscribe button. By the way, hit the notification bell. You'll be notified when we have new videos, when we go live. You can smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer and uh, at Jim Russell SD. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Any insurance need will save you money and time. And he's a San Diegan. Click the link in the description down below. Great insurance agent, our title sponsor, Aura. Oh, Sully. ORA.organic. Click the link in the description down below. Plant-based nutritional products. If you're looking to get healthier, do it with Aura. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code PADSWRAP. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. And again, if you want those FOCO bobblehead sets, that mini bobblehead set featuring Tati Soto Machado, get it now. It'll sell out. It's pinned in the top of the live chat. If you want it, get it. It'll sell out. Like all the other bobbleheads we told you about have sold out. And again, if you're buying anything that's not pre-order, use wrap up show one zero in all caps, wrap up show one zero and get 10% off your entire order. Join us tomorrow, three o'clock. We'll break down this series between the Padres and the Pirates, John and Jim, San Diego sports, seven sixty in the iHeartRadio app. And then again, tomorrow night, Padres and Pirates wrapping up the series and looking ahead to Friday against the Rangers for Jim. I'm John Padres win tonight. Must win again tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow.